Welcome to another episode of the Affairs of the Heart Podcast, episode 10 yes. of season 3. I'm your boy DQ Weezy, and we also have So Debonair Aaron on this podcast. <laughs> I almost, and I didn't say this while we were talking, I was going to say, Freak Twitter is back, bitch! It is reactivated. Freak Twitter is back! Woo! Freak Twitter! We are back and in full effect. Aaron, all of you followers who were upset because Aaron deleted his Freak Twitter page, well, guess what? It, Christmas came early. Freak Twitter is back. Call your bitches and your hoes until the biggest ass on Twitter is back, honey. Oh, that's a, oh, okay. I, that was my uh, T.S. Madison rant for the day. Jesus Christ. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another... It's probably going to be an Aaron episode, right? Well, wow. Yes, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> he decided to say that when I was taking a drink. I couldn't respond, but yes! <laughs> If Freak Twitter is reignited, honey, you know it's some shit, and Aaron is about to tell y'all all about it, and I can't wait. And, all right, well, let's get into it. Okay, come on. We'll, we'll tell y'all about our website and all that later on. Come on, Aaron. Tell us I don't something. even know where to begin. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, you guys have been following our dating situations um, on this podcast, um, and, you know, I've tried again. And failed. Um, and, you know what? I, before you said that, I wouldn't call it a fail. I wouldn't call it a fail. I think you've learned a lot from this situation in a very short amount of time. Yes. But you learned a lot. Yes. And a lot of good lessons, though. Yes. Like, it wasn't like it was, you know, really tumultuous or really detrimental. Like, you really learned a lot from this experience. And I think yes. it helped you in your growth in terms of dating. Because I think your perspective prior to this was, you know... I don't really know how to date. I don't really know how to work it. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. And then you get into a situation and then now it's like, okay, now I know what not to do. Right, <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I think I just want a friend with benefit situation from this point. Listen. I think that's all I really want. You know, friends with benefit situations have carried me through down through the years. <laughs> <laughs> I posted it on my Twitter the other day. I, was like, I just think I want, I think I posted it this morning. I think I just want a friends with benefit situation. Like, it's just too much. Yeah, they, they have carried me down through the years, and now a friend's benefits became a boyfriend. So, uh, you know, I mean, it, it happens. So, but yeah, so I guess let's get into this. Let's story. get into it. This is this, this is another Aaron uh, podcast. So here you go. Here's, here's the story. New Aaron episode. <laughs> right. Okay, so. As you guys know, I recently have been dating someone, and things have been kind of going okay, I guess. Um, I've had a few meltdowns. Um, I had to call Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, the day that you, you called me the other day, and I was running some errands, and I said, okay, so usually when Aaron calls me, and we have a lengthy conversation, because our friendships are, you know, we have a great friendship where we can talk about anything, but... I already know, and I know you well enough, that when you call me and it's a lengthy conversation, I'm like, okay, something's going on. Yeah. 
Because Aaron's not really a phone person. Like he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll text before he calls, but when he calls and we're having full phone conversation, I, I need to get my pen and paper out, honey, and we need to talk about it. Yeah, I call like three people to like just kind of <laughs> take me off the cliff because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, but okay, so I guess I should start with the fact that I let someone move in with me um, really, really, really soon. I'm pretty sure that in the past podcasts, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But I did it. Um, well, let's let's start there. Like when, like for you, mm-hmm. because you you moved into the situation fairly quickly. Yes. Right. Yes. So, and, and I mean, you can admit that. Like, yeah, you can honestly yeah, yeah. say. I was head over heels. I let them move in, like within a matter of days. And 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 let's be honest, that is that is your history. Like that's what you that's what you learned from. Like that was your first experience. Right. So it's not far fetched or foreign for you to be like, this is how it should be for me. Right. 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 So we're not we're you know we're not gonna downplay or you know down talk you or to, you know roll our eyes at you because you decided to let the dude move in quickly. That's your prerogative, and that, and it, it worked out for you before, and that's all that you've known. So right. you went with that aspect, and you've talked about this on the podcast before. So you went with that aspect because that's what you're comfortable with, and that's what you know. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so he moved in quickly, and you know, in the beginning, it was real. It is really good. I mean, it all starts like that. I think on every situation that we talk about in this podcast, it starts off like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it got to the point where I was like, you know, you might as well, you might as well just move in or whatever, because we were spending so much time together. Um, Give us timelines. This was like a within how soon? I want to say two weeks of good dating. Yes. Okay. Whatever that means. Yes. <laughs> I mean, basically it was here. So I was just like, you might as well just move your shit. In. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, this was about two weeks, and um, I guess for me, what I realized is that it was really good because there was space, um, and once we were in each other's actual atmosphere, like we had to live together, it was things started to change, which I was I already kind of assumed that was going to happen. Which you can expect. Yeah, but it just seemed a, like it was a really big pullback, and I think that a part of me wanted to make sure that he still had his life. And I had my life, but we still just had our relationship. So he likes to go out and stuff like that. And I mean, I do too as well. But I mean, he had like, he was on tour from Thursday to Sunday at the clubs. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) He was on tour from Thursday to Sunday. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, I mean, which I didn't have an issue with. But to me, in my mind, I'm thinking like, if you're in a new situation, my thing would probably be like, my thought process would be to build the foundation of the relationship and then kind of slowly get back into, you know, your friends and things. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. But he was also a lot younger than me, too. So, so okay. Because uh, then I, that will put a pin there. So, do you think that that is maturity or age? Right? Because you refer to his age because you think, oh, he's younger than you. So, that should, should be his mentality. Or do you think it, it's a maturity level thing? Because it's two different things. I don't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's two different things. Because you can meet a 20-year-old or I mean, I feel like he was very mature. But but in, in, in the, in I guess, maturity in responsibility, right? Right. Like, your, responsi- your, your, your responsibility 
for your life and where your life is headed and what you're doing. And again, this is not to down talk the dude or downplay. Everybody has these mentalities, but I think it's important in, re in regards to our relationship topics. Like right. when you're when you're talking about you know, having the mindset or the maturity to understand that you want to be in a relationship. Because a lot of people say they want to be in relationships, but they don't want to do the work to be in the relationship. That's that's a different, there's two totally different things. You can say you want it all you, all you want, but the reality is, are you willing to do the things and put the work in to actually be in a relationship? And I really, and honestly, like, just kind of thinking back on how things went, a lot of it, to me now thinking back on it, it was more of he just liked the image of a relationship mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. a lot of his friends were in relationships. Ooh. He thought he had to sneeze. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we're back. Um, a lot of his friends are in relationships and, everybody, and you know, wintertime coming around, so I started doing like cabin couple trips and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I feel like, you know, he was just trying to secure that or whatever. I don't really know. Um, I want to say that he, that his friends, our connection wasn't genuine because I believe in the beginning it really was. Of course. Um, and I still think that it was up until I, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the red flags for me were, I just felt like, one, like I said in the beginning, I just felt like we should have worked on the relationship and then kind of slowly got back into our everyday life. Mm -hmm. um, and then... I really don't know how the club atmosphere would have worked for me. Hmm. Okay. Because again, you know, I don't. I like going out, but as much as he was going out, like in the future, like could I see that really working out between me and him? Probably not. I think it. I think it goes back to what we're just talking about, but it like priorities. Like your priorities are yeah. a little in you know different places, and it's nothing wrong with that as long as. You don't try to bring the shits over here with me. Like, don't right. don't say you want to be in a relationship with me and you want to work on a relationship with me. You want to be with me, but your priorities speak otherwise. Right. And what what you prioritize ultimately will then be what you do. So obviously, if, if going out is something that you prioritize as opposed to not focusing on being in a relationship and like getting to know the person, then that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And it's again. We're not downplaying or down talking anybody, and I have to keep saying that because I don't want anybody to feel slighted. Like, well, I go out all the time, but I still want a relationship. Well, that's yes, but then you have to realize where your priorities lie. Another thing that came up too, and I think this is another thing that I always run into when I'm dating people, is people dating an entrepreneur. Because for mm -hmm. me, all day, every day, I'm like, who need a website? Who need a website? I'm working, and I mean, it seemed like when he got here, everybody needed stuff done, <laughs> and I'm like. Maybe in the catroom. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I got, like, three logo clients. I had, like, two flyer clients, like, three website clients, mm -hmm. all within this time span. So a lot of my attention was on that. Plus, we had the podcast going on. Mm -hmm. So my time was really with work. And he kept going, he kept saying to me, well, all you want to do is sit in the house. And I'm like, do I want to sit in the house or am I working? Right. And, you know, because he's not working, I think he was supposed to start his job next week. Um, but because he wasn't working, he was bored. Mm. And there was not really a lot that I could do. Even like I told you, oh, well, I, we'll get into that story about what happened later. But even with my friends, like, I neglect time with them because I've been working so much. Yeah. And when I'm working like that, I, I try to stay working because if I you start getting content, yeah, I don't know it's going to come back. And then if, if, let's say, I procrastinate last week, 
then I start working this week and I get more clients, it's going to put me behind at work. So, with, and then with all that, I still have to do the podcast stuff and everything. So, all that stuff just was a major factor. And that's probably another conversation we can have after this is, you know, dating an entrepreneur and how hard yeah. that is. Yeah. Um, because I, I did feel bad sometimes because I did not have time to really do a lot of stuff with him um, because I was working. Well, I think the reality is, is that if you were invested in the person that you're dating, then you will make provisions for you guys to spend time together or do the things that you want to do. The, the reason I say that is because we're both entrepreneurs. Right. And, um, you know, there are days and there are a lot of times when I all I do all day is sit in front of my computer mm-hmm. um, because I have the ability to be able to do so. But then my partner is like, okay, so... What are the plan? You know, what do you, what's your schedule for tomorrow? Okay, I got to do this, 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 and this. Okay, well, let's go have breakfast mm-hmm. in the morning. You know, so that we, at least we start the day off good. We see each other and then go about our business. Or let I'll cook. You know, come over, whatever. You know, you work things in the confines of right. you know the the schedule that you have. Um, but again, I think it it all goes back to you know mentality and and priorities like if you really want to be in the space if you really want to um you know give the attention that it's needed to build a relationship and that's unfortunate and i think that he held a lot of that stuff in too because he didn't say this stuff until after the the breaking point mm-hmm. and i'm like i wish you would have said something sooner so that you understand why it's like this or hey just suggest some things i'm not a person where i'm gonna be like hey let's go do this let's go do that like if I can be at home trying to make some money, I'm a, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But I understand that I need to invest in my relationships as well. I'm just not, like, idea-wise, I'm like, we can go walk in the park, something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, that's fun. Um, the other day, we actually went to the park and went bike riding. We had a good time. We walked row past uh, the, little, the dog parks in Piedmont Park. Mm-hmm. And we stopped and we looked at the dogs and stuff, talked to people about the dogs, whatever. It was a good time. Um, but it was just something that he had suggested. Actually, I suggested it, like, when he first got here, and I guess one day he got mad and walked at the park and thought it was something to me and him we could do together. So I don't know. But when he said that, I was just like, you know, that's something I, I will put into the notes for the when you know in dating for the next time is mm-hmm. sometimes maybe I need to get out of my own space and say something or yeah. it's yeah. just something. But that's just really not my personality. Honestly. But then you also like because what ends up happening a lot of the times when relationships end Mm -hmm. is that there's blame shifting well you should have done or you should have said or you should but the reality is is that maybe you didn't realize it in the in the midst of the situation like i'm quite sure you didn't think oh i i really sit in the house all the time but in my mind i'm making i'm trying to make money but from his perspective it was like you don't ever want to go anywhere well there's ways to have those kind of conversations there's ways to and i think we talked about on a previous podcast about um you know, the check-ins, you know, having those check-ins to say, hey, it's been a month, you good, everything okay? Like, you know, well, I wish you would, those are the times I have those conversations, or I wish you should, or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we kind of had that as well the other day, because I I mentioned that again to him, and he was like, I don't want to do, he said, when I mentioned to him when we talked about the podcast, he was like, I don't want to do it every week, I want to do it, like, before we go to bed at night, so I was like, that's fine with me, I don't really care. Um, but I can't remember what happened, but, you know, this, 
week, I want to say, it was like three days that we weren't talking because he was going through something. I don't know. what I can't remember what it was. But I'm not, like, you can't, with me, you can't do that. Because it makes me start to overanalyze why you've been talking to me. And by now, I done made a whole thing up in my head about what's the problem. (laughs) And it could be something totally not even that to do with me. But I've already made it about me at this point. So So back to the story. What happened? So let's just fast forward to (laughs) the, the breaking point. So my friends came in town. Well... My old roommate is from Ohio. We're both from Ohio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and him just started hanging out again. And his birthday, well, both our birthdays just passed. And he wanted to do something together, you know, go out together. So he called me on Friday and asked me to go to um, go out with him. And I was like, I can't, I can't go out because I got work to do. Um, that's me neglecting my friends at this point, you know. But I, I have work to do. I was like, I probably can't even go out Saturday. I was like, but Sunday I can hang out. And so he was like, all right, cool. So um, Sunday, I got up and, you know, I got dressed. It took me forever to get dressed Sunday, too, which is so weird now I'm thinking about it. I'll tell you why later. Um, but I got up, I got dressed, I went and met my friends. And I didn't know he didn't tell the girls that I was coming to meet them. because They were surprised when they saw me. So it was really like, we had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm dating now. And um, I'm all hyping this thing up and all excited. They're like, let me see a picture. And so I show a picture and everybody's mouth just drops. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And my friend is sitting here and he's going, I, um, I, like, he can't get no words out. And one girl, she's like, hey, nigga, you were just kissing on Friday? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, okay. In my head, I'm melting down. I'm keep I'm keeping face, but I'm melting down on the inside because I'm ready to blow some shit up at this point. Yeah. And they're like, oh, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "No, I'm good. You know, I, I, I'm handling it well. It's not. It's new. You know, whatever." Um. So they go into more details about the whole situation. I mean, this, describing what he has on, all the stuff. So at this point, I know it's him. And then two, they don't know who he is. So for them to identify him based on the picture, I know that this is the same person. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, Aaron, what have you done in the past that was wrong when you get these kind of situations um, that escalated them to bad spaces? And how can you handle this different? Okay. So I'm like, I've been, oh, and I think me and him had a conversation um, prior to this about not talking to each other while we've been drinking. So I was like, we agreed not to talk while we've been drinking. So I'm not going to say nothing today. Um, we we gonna have a good time, and I really like I did that. I, had, I I I was proud of myself because the entire day I really had a good time, even though all this bullshit was going on. I still really had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I'm not gonna say nothing because I've been drinking, and you know, y'all here from out of town. Like, let's have a good time. So we end up going to another restaurant, and he's there, and I'm like, okay. How do we handle this? You know, <laughs> the Lord was testing me for real. Listen, and you know, I'm like, I'm past all these tests because uh, God said, because you always say for me in my house, well, yeah. I'm gonna show you what you gonna do for you in your house. <laughs> so my friend is like, well, I'm gonna walk in, and then that way, if he needs to talk to you, y'all can talk without it being, you know, a distraction or whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, we, he walks in. I guess he was gonna. My boyfriend at the time was ready to go talk to him, but then I walked up and he turns around. 
So I'm like, something just ain't right. So I'm like, well, I'm going to just go ahead and walk inside. You don't see me, I don't see you. You know, eventually, hopefully you'll see me at some point, we'll talk. Um, but we never ended up talking there. I, but when I walked out, he FaceTimed me and said he seen me. And so we kind of had word, like, why you ain't speak, whatever. So we go to another restaurant, and he walks into that restaurant. And he gives me, like, this little look, and he walks past. I'm like, why is he acting weird? <laughs> like, what the hell? So I get to go talk to him, like, is everything cool? And my mind was like, did you kiss this motherfucker over here the other day? <laughs> but I ain't do that. <laughs> but I ain't do it. And... He was like, no, my friend's over here, whatever. So I'm over here listening to the bullshit, and I'm taking it in, smiling, like, oh, okay, cool. And I went about my business. Um, so finally, we get home or whatever. I think we had, I think he bought Waffle House at home. So we ate, and we, we went to bed. So, and you know, in my mind, I'm waiting for the next morning because I got questions. So um, Monday rolls around. I wake up. I'm like, hey, we need to talk. And uh, I was like, you know, did you see the guy I was with? He said, no, I didn't see who you was with. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. He was like, what's the guy's name? So I said the guy's name. And he's like, oh, yeah, we used to talk or whatever. And I said, okay. I was like, well, did you, when you were talking, were you talking like as in Friday when you was kissing him? And he was like, I didn't kiss him. And I was like, well, I mean, you did kiss him because the story that I got, can't be wrong because the people that saw you kiss him don't even know you. So he went on, he kept saying he didn't kiss him. I'm like, okay, Aaron, another test. How do we deal with this? <laughs> um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you some time to think about it. Maybe you are afraid to tell it to me. I want to create an environment where you feel safe. So I'm going to take a break here. Let's go on about our day. And, you know, maybe later on you'll come and tell me. So I asked him Monday night. Still nothing. So Tuesday morning, I wake up and I get a text message with a video of the actual kissing. So wait, somebody recorded it? Yes. Yeah, so, and it wasn't even on purpose. That's the thing. So one of the girls was videoing herself, right? Right. And then she started videoing the, the, the room. club. Yeah. And lo and behold, just at this time, here's them two kissing. And like, and like, when they kissed me, he, he stepped back and do a little dance and shit. Like, it was good to him. So I'm like, oh shit. Like, this ain't no regular thing. So I'm really like boiling because I'm in the bathroom at this point. <laughs> Baby, I turn on my fuck you playlist, music, everything happened to you, but you got to go at this point. And I'm like, Aaron, we got to pass this test. How do we handle this? So, I got up in the morning, and I literally had stopped smoking cigarettes a lot since me and him had been together. But I had an emergency stash pack in the drawer <laughs> for times like this. Okay. Um, so I went. I got up. I got up. I went and made me some coffee. I sat on the porch with some music, and I smoked some of my cigarettes. And I'm just trying to like calm down, think about it, think about it. And so he finally gets up because he was up the whole entire night that night. Mm -hmm. so and I knew that something was wrong because I had asked him again about this whole kissing thing before I went to bed and normally he don't stay up late like that um, so he finally gets up and he goes I have to apologize because um, I did kiss him 
a part of me on the inside was relieved that at least he was honest at at this point. But I'm still like, why did you lie to me though? And he's like, I didn't remember it. And I'm not going to admit something that I don't remember doing. And for me, this is like red flag city at this point because <laughs> if you don't remember, you can't admit to not doing something because you don't remember it. That that because you don't remember don't mean you don't do something. And I'm like thinking like in the future, like how does how does this work? And so, you know, with all the things that we've been through from the beginning to this point, I had to play it back in my head and go, is this a good decision to keep going? Mm. Um. And how do you do this in the most peaceful way possible? So, you know, I did ask for some space. And I'm like, you know, because I, I really need to think at this point. Mm-hmm. And I can't do it with you here. So he left, actually he left on his own. Um, and I thought that he was grabbing like stuff to like leave for at least the night, but he didn't. So I called him, I asked him to. Um, he came back and got some of his stuff, and, you know, we broke it off. I'm going to leave it like that. Um, but for me, so I kind of want to just, as as a whole, for me, I feel like I passed a lot of tests with this. And even though it really turned out bad, I still feel like I did the right, did it the right way. Okay. I, I wouldn't say that it turned out bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, like, we're. Between you not being together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand what you meant, but I wouldn't say that. I mean, you learned a lot. Yeah. You learned a lot. How would you navigate, you know, dating moving forward? Like, would you consider, you know, this situation? Like doing what I did again? Yeah. No. I mean, well, I'm going to say no now, but <laughs> you know tomorrow, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I met somebody. <laughs> And they're here. Here they are. (laughs) What? (laughs) My God. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to lie and say that I wouldn't do it again because I don't know if I would. But, I mean, right now in this place, I'm going to say Now, okay, here's here's another question I have. This, This can be a question for everybody. And I think we'll, you know, we'll talk about this tomorrow on our live at 8 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Uh, make sure you join us on YouTube and Facebook. Aaron's YouTube and fa- Facebook. All of the all the pages. Um, no, just on YouTube. Yeah, but I mean our personal Facebook pages were. Oh yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but would you consider him a fuckboy? Um. And the the definition of would this fall into the category of the definition of a fuckboy? I would. I don't think I would. I would want to call him that. Okay. Maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I need to see how <laughs> I need to see how things progress after today because <sighs> would this fall under the category of a fuckboy though? Like, and not not again, not disparaging who he is as a person, but just kind of. I mean, and I guess that's what I'm thinking about. Like, honestly, I I, I genuinely think he was a really nice person. Okay. Um, and I really believe that he did want to be into a relationship, but I just think that. His lifestyle is not conducive with a relationship. Mm, that's a nice way of putting it. I think um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice way of saying it. But I think it go again. You your your priorities don't line up to be in a relationship. 
Yeah, I mean, again, like, I'm not even, like, a strict person. So, like I said, had you came here and we, you know, for the first month or two, it was me and you just figuring out, you know, how we want to live together and stuff like that. And then you went back to it. I wouldn't mind that Mm -hmm. because we have a we have a foundation of what this looks like for me and you. But it's like you got here and the tour started on Thursday. You got once you got here on, I think. On Monday, the tour started on Thursday, <laughs> and it ain't ended until you left here. I, it probably ain't stopping. Yeah, but that was just my thing, and it's like, you know, I do try to find the things that I did because when I do something, when I go into my next situation, I don't want to do the same things that I did in this one and that one. Yeah. So you know, yes, I did work a lot. Yes, you know, I probably wasn't the most fun person at that time, but. The bills were due on the first. Listen. So, I mean, it was it was that or they'll have a good time with you and then we can both be outside looking for somewhere to stay. And who's not doing that is me. You know I ain't doing that. <laughs> I've been there, done that, can write a book about it, poke my eyes out or read it in Braille. I ain't doing it. <laughs> that was great. That was a great one. Um, and I think you said something. You In our, in our pre-conversation, you said something that was vital and I just lost the thought so we're gonna move on because I can't remember what I, what you said um anyway so wow Aaron yeah yeah that's a lot friend it is a lot but I'm I'm actually you know because again knowing you and I know how you in the past I've known how you um, respond to things that happen like this, mm-hmm. right? You, it's not a good space for you. It's not like you don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's it's very. It affects other things in your life, working right. otherwise. But I think, you know, you're handling it pretty well. I think I am too. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I think the the reason why is because at this time I didn't go through it by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I that I was talking to, helping me. Like, Aaron, stay cool, Aaron. You know, this is. Don't do what you did the last time. Yeah. Like, keep your calm. Keep your cool. Like, you did the right thing. And I think that's what really helped me out a lot. And really, the me and Mike's was talking about, at, during this time, too. So, and we had just had this whole conversation about, you know, our breaking up. And he was telling me a lot of things about me, like, that was really making sense to me, that was kind of helping me because he was like, Aaron, this is how me and you started off. And you see how that played out. Mm-hmm. He's like, and not you know, not to say that he's the same person, but our situation started out the same way. Unless we were in a ten year relationship with a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to like? What are you going to do? And he was like, I mean, you can stay, but I mean, once you let this thing go, the first time is shame on them. Now it's going to be shame on you the next time. Then what? And I was like, oh, he's right. You will never hear that again. <laughs> But now that you've heard it, y'all better record it. <laughs> but okay, all right. I I think I think it's great that you're in the space that you're in and that you can progress forward. Okay, so when you, when are you gonna start dating again? When is, when's the, the inbox is open? Oh, my inbox is open last night. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I downloaded Jack last night. Oh, okay, and the bitch is back, honey. And my fruits for the bitch. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> the bitch is back, honey. All right. Well, but I mean, it was the beginning, so it wasn't like I was really like, emotionally. I wasn't really going through anything. Yeah. And because I feel like, like, 
had our interaction still been what it was before he actually moved in, I probably would have been like done. We probably wouldn't have been doing a podcast today. But I feel like when he moved in, like emotionally, like we were just detaching day by day. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. And my only thing was, you know, I just hope I, I wanted to make sure that um, when he left here, he had somewhere to go. That's that's also big of you too, because I, I called him a million times last night until he got on the phone, and I believe he went into a house. Whatever he did, I know he fell asleep on the phone while he was talking to me, and I was okay. So that's that's very big of you, because at the end of the day, and I think this is something that you have you have stuck by as it pertains to getting to know this guy and being in a relationship. Like his well being has always kind of been your top priority. Because even when I told him, I was like, you know, if, if you need a place to stay. There's an air mattress in here. You can blow it up. It's clean size. You have a whole piece, a piece of a room, and you can pay your part of the rent. You still have somewhere to stay at because I would never want somebody homeless. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, that's still that offer still stands. Like I don't. That is not my issue. I want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. That's that is that's big of you because a lot of people be like, get your shit, shit. and <laughs> get out. <Right>. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's big of you. I mean, even if it didn't work out, and I think you said this before, even if it didn't work out between you two, you still cared about his well-being and and him needing somewhere to stay. And I think that's vital and that's important in, you know, how big you are as a person, even though it is what it is. And some people can't receive that and some people can't respect that. And that's also it. It is what it is. You know, he wants me to die slow. Baby. Those be the ones, honey. They want you to die a slow death when they did everything. Like, if you ran out that room, I had to lock my doors that night. Though. Listen, <laughs> they want you to die a slow death, but they gave you the gun. Right. I don't know. What is that? That on that? That's we, that on that. We, wrap that story we, we can wrap it. You done? All right. Well, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with more affairs of the heart. Hey Heartbeats, my name is Brandon Canyon. That's spelled K-A-N-I-O-N. And you can get my EP trilogy, 913, available now on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, and everywhere your favorite artist music is available. Have a good day. And we're back on the Affairs of the Heart podcast. <laughs> I don't know what happened just then. We're just like, what? No. Okay. And we're back. Now we're back on the Affairs of the Heart podcast. Let's get to some sex. Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? But that's a part of life. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, that first one was very dramatic. So, was it dramatic? It was to me. I feel like it was like, I didn't, I feel like I talked a long time. I mean, it was your story. For a long period of time. (laughs) It was your story. Please plug that in there. Holy. Okay. Okay, so for our first sex topic, we're gonna do what did one person do? Well, I go over again. What did one guy do sexually that you fantasize about that makes you that would make you want to go back for more? What did one person do? Like what's the what's one of one of the best sexual experiences that you had with a person? Like with that one person that you remember remember. It's the passion for me. Like, if, if you're into what's happening and, like, you're genuinely having an experience, like, that sends me over the top. Like, I don't I don't really do well with people that, you know, it's kind of like a hit it and quit it kind of thing. But if you, if, if you get lost in the pumps and the hitting of the prostate, 
All of that. I don't know how you only lost that three pumps. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's for that's for Aaron. <laughs> um, but if you get lost in the pumps, I, you know that that drives me crazy because you really are enjoying yourself. Like I, I don't like fake pleasure. Yeah. That doesn't really do it for me. And if you fake it, you better be an actor. And it's a lot of them. You're, you're gonna make me beat. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, you know, you have this, whatever that clip is, you have to find it for me. Okay. Because I could not find that last time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was on Twitter the other day, and they were, uh, it was a post that I made. It was saying, do you remember a time when eating ass was like, nobody was like, it was like the frowned upon. Yeah. And so I was remember the story, and I guess for this question, for me, this is gonna be my experience that I've had. But it was the first time I got my ass ate. So I got into the car, and I, I never heard of it at this point. So I got into the car with this guy, and we had drove to this park. And we were just talking and talking or whatever, you know, because I mean, I'm trying to figure out what gay stuff is and all this other whatever. So he goes, Damn, I'm hungry. <laughs> so I'm like, Let's go get some food. And he's like, you're sitting on it. And I'm like, I jumped up like, I sat on some food. And like, I, cause I didn't know. I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> like, no idea. <laughs> and so when I jumped out of the car, he grabbed me, he put my pants on, I started eating my ass. And for me, like that's the that's the thing that I always remember the most. I think that's how I love getting my ass ate. Yeah. Because that, that was like so, that was really hot to me. I think my other one would be your friend. My um, friend. Ooh. Yeah, that we've talked about in this podcast before. Um, and how he ate it, because it was like, he was eating pussy. It was great. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But then he reminded me that he was eating pussy. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next <laughs> Do you, in your 30s, still feel like fucking in the car is a thing? Why? If I'm in my 30s and I got to play, I'm sure I have a room to go to. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm sure I have a, a play, an apartment by now and a place for I'm, sex to happen well, outside like, of the car. Like, uh, is it is the spontaneous, spontaneous, I guess. Spontaneity. Yes. Of having sex in a car. Is that something like is that a, is that something that you still seek in your thirties? Well, let's be real. We in our thirties. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I can't fold and bend and crotch and grip down. Like I can't do that shit no more. Yeah, I think that's so, why I hate missionary. I'm gonna have all kind of cramps. <laughs> I, I like why are, at, at at some point it's gonna get to the point where I'm gonna be like, why are we doing this? Why are we in here? Now okay, so now I'm thinking about things. So <laughs> When I was in New Orleans, I did have sex in a car. Um, but it was in a truck, and it was a lot of space. So, <laughs> I mean, that was it was hot though, bit, but I mean, the idea of it is. I mean, I just don't want to be like in a mini coop trying to listen. <laughs> listen. It's like work for me. Flesh on every window surface, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Your forehead is touching the the front window. Your ass is touching the trunk. Like yeah, it's, it's like, just not. I mean, my whole ass is the back seat. Right. Like I just, it's not. It's not for no. me. 
kudos to those that can. I can't fold up like that no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I think that's another reason why I don't like missionary stuff is because they got to push your legs up. I'm already uncomfortable because my stomach's in the way. Like, like, I can't breathe. And, you, and you're really like folded up in the back seat trying to get your legs to reach the ceiling. Like that's right. just not, nope. Right. Well, you got the, the roof to hold you though. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I don't no. Know. So you're trying to rationalize <laughs> it. It is not. No. You're in your 30s. You yeah. do not fold up like that. Listen, the average guy doesn't fold up like that now. If we were on a party bus, yes. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> not a party bus. We got room as a stripper pole. I got stuff to hold on to. Listen. Let's do it. But, like, in the actual regular car, no. In my 30s, I don't think that's just something that I'm interested Mm-mm. in. I wish I would try to bend over in uh any car in the back seat somewhere. No. Yeah. What's your partner? Would you do what? Would you do spontaneous stuff though? Oh, we. Well, um, I would talk about things that don't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, he tries, and I. It's something I'm not used to personally, so mm-hmm. it's taken me a little bit to kind of get used to to be like, oh, this is a thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm. I, and it makes me feel weird and uncomfortable because I don't want to reject his attempts. Right. Because I don't want to make him feel a certain type of, type of way like I'm not interested, which I am. It, I, it's just, it catches me off guard and I don't know how to respond yeah. to it. Yeah. That's how I look at those people who want to like meet up at the park and do stuff. I'm like, really? Yeah, no. No. And I, mean, I, I just had a huge threat of going to jail. Yeah. I just told Well, I mean, until you told me that, I didn't know that was a thing you can go to jail for that. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, like, no. But, I mean, even before you told me that, I was in my 30s, so I, I didn't want to do it. But I'm like, thank God, back in my 20s, I didn't go to jail because... Listen. I had no idea that that was a thing. And you had to register as a sex offender, is that what you said? In some cases, yeah. I never in some states, rather, you do. Like, in, uh, public, in public decency, or mm-hmm. I believe is what it's actually called, but it's it's. I just have a fear, but I don't want to go to jail for trying to get a nut in the park. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of in my thirties, where would I do it at spontaneously? You know, spontaneity in your thirties is let's do it in the kitchen with the pots and pans. I don't like. The right next variable. It's boring to do it in the kitchen. I mean, that's not, that's not, Bitch, there's no reach, thrill in that. You reach for some, there's no thrill in that. You though. reach for some gravy out the refrigerator, bitch. And just get like, no. There is no thrill in that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, I think we talked this on the podcast before, but I think my, the only place I haven't done that that I really want to do it is on like a rooftop. I mean, there's plenty of those in Atlanta. Yeah, well. I'm sure, but I just want to do with somebody that I'm like in a relationship with On because I've already done my freaky stuff with other people, so I just want to have that moment with that person. Does that lessen the experience when you get with somebody that you really want to be with? Like, because you've, you've had your fill of spontaneity, I think if they're excited about it, I'm okay with it because it's still it's a thrill for that, for that person, but. For me, I'm like, boy, I mean, we, I've done it in the house, in a box. Yes, I ate green eggs and ham in my am. <laughs> done it everywhere. What, a box? In a, in a car, in a plane, in a truck. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, and that's, that's a really good conversation. That's actually something that we can talk about, too, because uh, when I started dating that guy, I called my friends because he was a lot younger than me. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of my friends dated with that 10 year gap span of, of their partner. And one of my friends was saying, you know, if he decides that he wants to be spontaneous or he wants to sexually explore some things, are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know me, I, yeah, but <laughs> I think that's something for our listeners. Like, if you did date someone that's younger than you and they wanted to try something they never tried, would you be okay with that? Are you asking me? Are you- well, you and the listeners. Oh. And we're going to do this again tomorrow at, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live as well. <laughs> uh, you know, again, I think this goes back to, because we talked about this last Is your week, partner younger than you? Um, By three years. Okay, so it's not that big of an issue. Yeah, no. Um, we talked about this on the live last week in terms of my sexual history and kind of the the reason why I'm I am the way that I am where as it comes to sex. So yes. Okay. But with heavy communication, yes. I don't you know, for me cuz I like and I hate to, you know, I clearly as you guys have learned, I am the vanilla or the square when it comes to <laughs> Now granted, I have I have had some escapades and experiences, but I think it really you know, it's it's in a very it's a it's a very emotional thing for me when it comes to sex. Okay. Like, it's heavily emotional mm-hmm. for me to ha- like. I have to have some type of connection with you. I have to be able to, you know, like take myself there to be able to do it. And and I think that that goes back to my very first relationship, my very first sexual experience, where I was really in love with the you know my first boyfriend and. Yeah, I was really in love with him. And I I think that that I've I've kind of based off, you know, that being the basis of how I operate sexually. Even we talked about on the live last week where the reason that I feel the way that I do about being a burst top and and I can openly express being burst, um, but... I have really big qualms about bottoming. Yeah. And it had to do with my very first bottoming experience with this said boyfriend. So, you know, I get it. Like, I'm... I'm just not gonna bust it down and hold it open for anybody. I just there has oh, to like be. Like Phil says, bust spread it wide and lay it low. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm kind of thick, so laying it low is real hard. But what were you gonna say? You were gonna say something. I was thinking about Easy. Um, yes, we love Easy. Yeah, because he hasn't had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and so I be. I guess I was thinking when you said that, like, I wonder if that is something that holds him back from dating. Is that he's expecting? From something that he hasn't had, or like, something like that. well, I think you know, you look, you you try to learn or live vicariously through other people. Yeah, right. And before we go into this, if you guys are single and you're looking for a great young man to date, get on our live on Thursday night because there's a young man who y'all should see. That's all easy, I'm easy for cutie. <laughs> and he got a real nice arch in his back, honey. <laughs> easy. <laughs> He's got a real nice. If he's gonna, if he listens to this, he's gonna die because we. Uh, his arch is nice. I ain't even gonna lie to I'm you. I'm putting him out there because I need him to get a man at well, some point. You, not just any man, though. We gonna vet you. I said any man, right? Just making sure that people know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think I think that's that's kind of where my sexual escapades in. I just I am very straightforward. I think if my partner wanted to do something 
that they haven't done that I've already done, I would be open to it. I mean, of course you would. Yeah, like I mean, I want to see. I want to. I, I would love to stretch his limitations to how freaky that that he is. You know. Okay. You see, you, let me see you do some things. I think I would enjoy watching it. I think you would. I probably get upset at the little way. After, but, <laughs> <laughs> after a while, wait a minute. You been doing like that with me? And okay. <laughs> That may be something that hinders me in dating too. Is like I don't think I can decide if I want openness or not. Why? Um, because I do like the fun portion of it, and even like my ex was saying to me, this is the thing that really kind of I think bothered me the most was he was saying had this boy had said, "Hey, I want to have openness," none of this would have been an issue. For me. Mm. And he's like, once someone gives you an answer, you stuck you stay stuck on that because to to you your the word is your bond. So But then do you think that would have changed anything that you've experienced? Um, I mean I, I don't think that him out kissing some man in the club would have been an issue for me if he had to say I want to be open. Mm. Okay, that brings an entirely different perspective to the conversation. Yeah, because it's like at this point, at least you told me. Yeah. Maybe he didn't know that that's what he wanted. Well, I mean, that's what he was. That's what Max was saying. He was saying, "I didn't know that's what I wanted in the beginning, so I told you what I thought you wanted to hear." Ooh, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like for him, for people to admit that they tell you that they want that they tell you what they want you to hear means you've. You, it's it's like preconceived. It's a premeditated. That's the word I'm looking for. It's premeditated. Right. You, I'm telling you what I want you to hear, not really how I feel. Right. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Moving on. Moving on. So our next six question is: hmm. <laughs> um, If you suck dick, do you want him standing up or sitting down? And why? Not and why. That's not what you said. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's let's be very. First of all, I don't suck everybody's dick because we not. Yes. I don't know what you got going on That's down why there. If you're sucking. Dick. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm talking. I'm talking about for me and my house. <laughs> Did you really just use that? I know. Um. I, I don't, because I don't know what you got going on down there. I don't, if, if it's dripping and you don't know, and now it's in my mouth. Like, I just can't. Wait, what's dripping? If your penis is dripping, you know, you just never know. Dripping right? from what? It, you could have an STD. Oh, You okay. just don't know. 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 dripping cum, that's a different situation. Oh, see, now, now you, got, you got excited about that. Some people freak cum. I, I do. <laughs> it just happens. I can't, I can't help it. I want to say I um, but you can't, you just can't put your mouth on everything because you just don't know what's happening. Okay. So. That makes sense. I'm, I don't, I just for that very reason, you know, you, you come up and then you might have chlamydia in your throat. You just, you don't know. Is that hard to get? Chlamydia? In your throat? It can live in your throat. It can live in your it throat? It can live in your throat and it can live in your booty. Oh, 
chlamydia and gonorrhea, both of them can live in those places. In you. That's why when you do have um, STD testing, they swab your your mouth and the inside of your throat as well um, because it could that it could very well be in there. You don't know. Like the only the, here's a, the, I hate I, now we're we're not gonna talk about. We'll get back to the juicy stuff in a minute, but just for educational purposes, like with specifically chlamydia and gonorrhea, where the only uh, evidence of you having the sexually transmitted disease mm-hmm. is your dick dripping, mm-hmm. you know, of some type of secretion of some sort, like that's fine. But then if you, if so what you, if it's from your ass? What is that? It it, it would it drip, drips, but you wouldn't uh, know. Because all you I know, wouldn't know. It got a long way to get it out. <laughs> but that's my point. Like in both of those areas, in your throat and in your behind, like you yeah. don't, you you would never know. So you could be just infecting people every time you have a situation. So just be cognizant that you need to get tested. I mean, the reason why I asked you was that hard because I'm like I've been sucking dick for a long time. Never, I've never. The doctors never said, "Hey, you got chlamydia or gonorrhea." So I was like, "Is it hard to get that?" I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's hard to get. You just need to make sure that they're swabbing. Oh, okay. you know. Yeah, because I mean, I get my like my, when I get my checkups, like they've never swabbed me, and you know, say, "Hey, you got gonorrhea, or chlamydia." Actually, I, I I I used to always think that that was something girls could get. And just guys, girls. Yeah, no. I didn't know the guys would get it. No, no, no. Until my doctor told me that, but but before that, I didn't think that the guys would get it. So back to the question, yes, I'll, I I'm very cautious about it, but. If I am doing it, I would prefer you standing, I guess, as opposed to laying down. Really? Yeah. Okay. I definitely don't want you to stand. <laughs> Why? You feel I feel like, like it takes them longer to come when they stand up. That's, that's possible. And, like, when I'm sucking a dick, it's for a purpose. Like, I need you to come. Because, again, my sex, I love sex, but it needs to not be for hours. Yeah. Because then your jaw starts to hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm like, uh, just let's fuck. Because I can't. <laughs> I'm not sucking your dick this long. Like, it's not happening. I already don't really like sucking dick like that at all. But I don't want you standing because I know it's going to take you longer. It's an art form, too. Like, you can't just... And I just don't... I'm not I'm not an artist, so... <laughs> so, join us online where we will have a sucking dick tutorial. <laughs> I'm just not... I'm... Get your cucumbers ready, honey. We're going to show you how to do it. See, now Aaron is going to make me go buy a cucumber <laughs> just for our live tomorrow. Are you going to go get that grapefruit too? The grapefruit? Oh, no, no. I don't even like grapefruit, so. I don't either. I don't even... Disgusting. Yeah. All right. What's your next question? <laughs> Easy's going to die. If I, I'm going to, I'm really going to buy a cucumber and bring it for the live. And Easy's going to have a fit. That's hilarious. Okay. So the next one is when you're eating ass. Do you want them to to be in doggy style on their backs or sitting on your face? (laughs) (laughs) I wish there was cameras in here because that reaction wasn't (laughs) because I'm thinking I'm thinking about each of the experiences now. On their back is Uh it's a little difficult if they can't hold their legs up, like hold their legs up for a long periodically amount of time. Yes, like. It's a little difficult because yes. I'm, I'm trying to move your nuts out the way. I got a nut in my eye and trying to get to the hole. Like, it's, mm. it's just too much. So, doggy is probably good. But then after a while, I'll say with doggy, the back of my neck starts to hurt because I'm like this 
you know, trying to mm-hmm. get in there. And then, so I would prefer you to just sit on my face. Just. Wow, okay. Yeah, I had to go through all of that. That's why I laughed. But you made me go through all of it now in my head. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do the same thing you did. So, I'm going to go from, a per- from getting to get done and why this is a problem. <laughs> so, you're not laying on your back, holding your legs in air. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not doing that because, one, my legs going to get tired. Listen. And, like, one leg going to keep coming down and the other one going keep going down. I, the blood circulation is not flowing. It needs. It, this has to stop. Yeah. And most of the time, guys that I will always flip over. Um, even if I'm just laying on the bed, and you got to spread my cheeks and do what you do. But now that you said that, <laughs> doggy makes the back of your neck hurt. But to me, like as a receiver of this, that's my favorite position because you get more of the tongue when you do doggy. True. But, and like, look. Okay, look. If I uh, if I'm doing this and I'm actually doing, but sometimes it. even while you're doing that though, like if if it becomes a problem for your neck, I would just lay on the stress. bed. I'll just lay on the bed so you don't have to do all that. Then you have to work with then spreading you, the. Then cheese. you feel like you're drowning because yeah. you. <laughs> so that's that's what I really want to talk about now. So sitting on faces is really like uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like squatting over somebody's face is uncomfortable for you? Because I feel like I'm suffocating, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, friend, about 200 listeners <laughs> just got incredibly excited. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I can I can see it with my third eye. About 200 listeners just and lost someone, I posted this on Twitter, so people are, are commenting on it, and they're saying, somebody said, smother me, and I'm like, Okay, this is what I feel like when I'm sitting on I'm trying to kill people. You can't breathe. Like, it's also just, it doesn't feel as good as, like, just someone having access to your whole ass. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think the doggy style is the best way. Or even just laying down on the bed and letting them open the cheeks and then do it because other, the other ways just doesn't, even standing up is like work. Yeah. What if the person is like laying this way and you're like cowgirling on the other, like, so like sitting on their face, but you're not. That's still kind of like doggy style though, because you're still bent over. But you're, I mean, so like, yeah, but you're, but you're more, your ass is down in their face as opposed to them. Yeah, but that's better on their neck because they're like this. To me, that's still like, I'm sitting on a face. (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's still like sitting on a face because even then, like I'm trying, I'm not trying to scoot back as far because I feel like I'm going to suffocate you. Like, well, I'll, I'm gonna find a way to breathe. I don't. Listen, I don't, I, just every time I do it, I'm always concerned about the person this time. I'm like, I'm gonna kill him. Right. <laughs> this is a lot of ass to deal with. Like, I don't feel like this is safe. Right. <laughs> You need to come with the instruction on how to yes, do it. Like, this is not the type of ass that you do this with. <laughs> okay, what is the next? Is this the last time? I think that was the last one that I had. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. Yeah, that's the last one that I had. So. Hilarious. So I think that I think for different sizes of asses, it's different. That's true. Well, that's great. Because that's sitting on faces as a smaller guy with not a lot of ass, that probably does work for them. Yeah. But then some people like it. Some people want to be smothered. Yeah, when the guy says smother me, I'm like, that sounds like I'm trying to kill you. 
Chill. <laughs> just give me an oxygen. Because smother me is like, I mean, I'm already doing that if I'm sitting on your face. But have you gotten to like, okay, has it been, have you been with somebody where you just let all your inhibitions go about sitting and just sat on their face and like just went for it? I have and I felt like I, they were dying. <laughs> but they just still wanted to keep going and I'm like, Sir, you can't even breathe. Like, I, I can't breathe. You're you. more concerned about the yeah, breathing than they're yeah, concerned yeah. about. And they're just pulling you back and you're like, you're like, sure? <laughs> really? Okay. I'm like, nothing. First of all, you're like looking like not even the hole at this point. Because I think that, and I think also it's so different because some people like licking the outside of the hole. Some people like licking the inside. What do you prefer as a person that receives it? The inside. Oh, okay. Yes. So you don't definitely play, don't inside. play with the outside. I mean, you you can kiss it a little every once in a while. We need some air. Lift the outside, but go back in. Okay. Yes. Got it. Absolutely. <laughs> That's that on that. <laughs> Ass eating one on one. One on one. All right. So make sure you guys tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On our YouTube channel, Affairs at the Heart Podcast, look it up. Also, you can go to our Facebook page, Affairs at the Heart, and join us live for this full conversation. Um, I know a lot of you guys are going to have questions about this whole dating portion first. Uh, so, <laughs> definitely tune in. Um, and then also, you can, if you get lost, go on to the Affairs at Heart Podcast.com so that you can find our Facebook and our YouTube channel. And that it. That's that on that. We're going live tonight, 8 p.m. You don't want to miss it with special guests. So, if you guys don't know who Gary Devard is. <laughs> Gary Devard is from um, About Him, Honest Man. He's on a lot of different LGBT shows that have been on YouTube. Um, he's a really dope guy. So, I hope, he was a brand ambassador for LGBT Vodka called Lambda um, as well. So, make sure you guys tune in tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. YouTube, Facebook, Fairs of Heart Podcast. You don't want to miss it. Join the conversation. Later. Bye.